What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock news block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Benton Harbor will have to step up bill collections and seek state help to keep its water system viable. City commissioners last night heard from consultant John Young, who's been helping the city develop a plan to submit to the state for the system. After previous meetings, the decision was made to maintain local control with some improvements. Young said Tuesday there's a large gap between the system's revenues and expenses, and that'll make doing so a challenge. We really need this, the state to step up, and we really need the customers to step up and pay their bills. And we think if we can sell this to the state, we'll basically give you the manual to take to the legislature and say, here's all we can afford, here's what we need, and if we don't get this, we're going to have some potential financial issues. Young said a report on the city's water plans is due to the state by March 10th. After the work to replace lead water lines, he says it's time for residents to pay their water bills again, although that still won't meet all the expenses. Now that the water is good, get that collection rate back up and then fill the gap with money from the legislature. Young said the report to Eagle will be presented to city commissioners March 6th. It could serve as a roadmap for the city as it seeks state support for water operations while waiting for customer growth. Meanwhile, it's been a busy time for infrastructure work in Benton Harbor the past year. Speaking at last night's meeting, Commissioner Sharon Henderson said with a massive influx of federal cash, there's a lot happening and about to happen. Getting large sums of money to come into this community is unprecedented and it has not happened before. And it's happening now. Henderson said pro- progress won't be immediate, but residents will see major improvements around town. At the same meeting, commissioners approved $179,000 in fire hydrant replacements and $251,000 in sidewalk work around the community. Mayor Marcus Muhammad also noted a $900,000 grant to improve Hall Park was recently secured and pointed to the lead water line work. Speaking of which, he attended a lead water line event in Washington with Vice President Kamala Harris in January and said... He's been invited back to participate at the White House with President Biden and First Lady with a host of national leaders, as well as leaders from the state of Michigan. So the city of Benton Harbor will be represented and I will be hopefully maybe not in that form, be inviting President Biden here to the city of Benton Harbor. Mohammed said Benton Harbor is being heralded as a national model. He said he'd be in Washington again on Monday. Two dogs are dead and a family farmhouse is destroyed after a fire in Benton Township yesterday. Benton Township firefighters were called to the scene of a fire at Solmanfelt Farms about 11 a.m. Chief Robert Harper says his crews could see the smoke from their station five miles away and immediately called for help from surrounding departments. Ultimately, he says the fire was too much to overcome. There's flames shooting out of the windows all the way around on the first and second floors. They had already gotten in the attic. There was fire in the basement, pretty much every level. With the windows breaking from the heat of the flames and stuff and the wind coming out of the west, northwest area, it just got in there and blew it, feeding more oxygen to the fire. And being in an old farmhouse like that, it, it went really quick. Harper says the owners were out of town and the dogs were being taken care of by family members from across the street. Somerfelt Farms said in a Facebook post that their dogs were named Poncho and Baby, and they asked for prayers from the community during the difficult time. It's almost been a year now 
since Russia invaded Ukraine, and President Joe Biden made a show of support for Ukraine this week with a visit to Kiev. Congressman Bill Heisinga tells us he's glad that Biden went and that it makes sense for him to have done so. While Heisinga supports aid to Ukraine, he says there needs to be better messaging and transparency on the issue. Everyone has got to get better at explaining what exactly the situation is in that region and how those hard-earned tax dollars, frankly, borrowed tax dollars, borrowed dollars here in the United States, whereas we're seeing just trillions of dollars of our own debt being racked up yet, how do we make sure that it is being utilized properly? Heisinger says that needs to start with the White House. He believes there is broad enough support in Congress for the U.S. to continue helping Ukraine through the end of the war. Heisinger adds that he's met with many representatives of Eastern European countries who fear that if Russia is not stopped in Ukraine, it will come after them next. A project to help Benton Heights residents in need of laundry assistance and other financial services is a step closer to reality. The Benton Township Board of Trustees last night approved a special use permit for the New Heights Christian Community Development Association to operate a community resource center out of a future laundromat, which is planned at the intersection of North Euclid Avenue and Red Arrow Highway. Here's Township Building Official Chris Fuchs. They will help do laundry there. They will help them in their expenses toward that. The special use permit portion of that is that they will use part of the facility, a very small portion of the facility. There they'll have an office and they will be doing social kinds of activities all toward helping people with their finances, with their health. New Heights CCDA is an organization dedicated to engaging Benton Heights residents with programs that revive and restore their community, according to its website. The laundromat project's been in development for years and was officially announced in 2021. And Cozy Radio's Paul Landecker will brave the elements on Saturday for Cozy's 26th annual Warm Your Heart for We Care Island sit. Paul tells us he'll be sitting at the Welcome Island in downtown South Haven from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Saturday raising money for We Care Community Center. People are always generous to We Care, and they know the good works that are done. So they're either willing to stand out in the cold with us or they're willing to drive by. Paul says the event last year raised around $40,000. He invites everyone to stop by on Saturday to make a contribution. You can also donate directly through We Care. We Care Community Center helps those in need in South Haven with everything from food to clothing to transportation. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture and Dwozhak, where furniture shopping is fun. U.S. officials believe that Russia conducted a failed test of an intercontinental ballistic missile over the weekend. ABC's Jay O'Brien is more from Washington on how the White House is reacting. U.S. officials say this failed ICBM test came just days before President Biden's visit to Ukraine and Poland. But the White House shrugging off any connection. A U.S. official telling ABC News this kind of testing is routine and not a surprise. Adding per protocol, Russia provided advance notice of this planned test to the U.S. Jay O'Brien, ABC News, Washington. President Biden says Russian President Vladimir Putin made a big mistake by suspending his country's participation in the last remaining U.S.-Russia nuclear arms control treaty. In his first comments since Putin's announcement this week, Biden, who's in Poland to meet with NATO's eastern flank allies, condemned the Russian decision to pull back from the treaty known as New Start. Biden spoke today in Warsaw as he was wrapping up his whirlwind four-day visit to Poland and Ukraine. Meanwhile, China's top foreign policy officials have been meeting with Vladimir Putin and Kremlin officials in Moscow. 
The meetings come amid warnings that Beijing is considering sending lethal support to Russia for the war in Ukraine. Here's ABC's Patrick Revel. We just saw President Putin appear at this huge concert rally in Moscow's Luzhniki Stadium, which is an enormous stadium in Moscow. Tens of thousands of people can be in attendance. And it was a, a rally basically firstly where there was a lot of music from very, very pro-war performers. And then Vladimir Putin appeared and gave a speech where he said again that Russia was fighting on its historical borders. And basically this was a rally to gin up uh, support for the war. And I think the main message Putin is saying it was sending is that this is going to be a long conflict and that Russia should um, prepare for a long standoff with the West. Thousands of hours of surveillance footage from the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol being made available to Fox News Channel host Tucker Carlson. It's a stunning level of access granted by House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, and it's raising new questions about the Republican leader's commitment to transparency, oversight, and safety at the Capitol. A hard-right political commentator, Carlson says his team is spending the week at the Capitol pouring through the video and preparing to reveal their findings. But granting such high-profile access to sensitive security details to such a deeply partisan figure is an unusual move that's raising alarms on Capitol Hill. The Supreme Court has handed down a decision on overtime pay for workers after a former supervisor who earned more than $200,000 a year sued for unpaid overtime. The justices handed Michael Hewitt a legal victory in a 6-3 majority opinion that a high-earning employee is still entitled to overtime pay if they work more than 40 hours a week and their pay is based solely on a daily rate. ABC's Faith Abube has more from Washington. Michael Hewitt was challenging his employer Helix, a firm that provides services on offshore oil rigs, after the company denied his claim for overtime pay under the Fair Labor Standards Act of 1939. Helix argued because the now former employee was a high-earning supervisor, a bona fide executive, his compensation qualified as salary and is exempt from overtime pay. But the majority of justices disagreed that Hewitt met the FLSA's salary basis criteria. Justices Kavanaugh, Gorsuch, and Alito dissented. Faith Abube, ABC News, Washington. A powerful winter storm is affecting travel across the country with hundreds of canceled flights. Snow is affecting places like Minneapolis and Denver the most, and the threat of heavy snow elsewhere is causing concern. ABC's Alex Stone is more from L.A., where it could actually snow this week. From California to Connecticut, 43 states are under weather warnings today. In South Dakota, state offices are closed and employees working remotely. Lieutenant Andrew Siebenborn with Sioux Falls Police says more than a foot of snow is expected. We really aren't even into the bad part of the storm that's coming up, and we expect it to get a lot worse. And then here in Los Angeles County, blizzard warnings are up for expected rare snow on Thursday night. There hasn't been a blizzard warning in Southern California in over 20 years. Alex Stone, ABC News, in L.A. County. Draft U.S. rules would allow soy, oat, almond, and other drinks that bill themselves as milk to keep using that name. The Food and Drug Administration says plant-based beverages don't pretend to be from dairy animals, and U.S. consumers are not confused by the difference. Dairy producers have called for the FDA to crack down on the use of the term milk. The rules released today also call for voluntary extra nutrition labels that note when the drinks have lower levels of nutrients than dairy milk. In recent years, the number of plant-based drinks has exploded to include dozens of varieties, including cashew, coconut, and hemp. And six members of a Mexican drug ring are now sanctioned by the Treasury Department. More maybe sees Mike Dubusky. It all comes back to what are known as precursor chemicals used in the production of fentanyl and methamphetamines. Treasury's Office of Foreign Assets Control says six people involved in the production of those chemicals now have their U.S. properties blocked, accusing them of using super labs to make pounds of drugs at a time, supplying top-level members of the Sinaloa cartel. Over 70,000 Americans died 
tide of overdoses involving opioids in 2020, mainly from fentanyl. Mike Dubusky, ABC News.